episode 30 already. Is that right, Matt Rupar? That's right. Episode, the big 3-0. It, it feels like, wow, mid-November is when we started the show. And here we go, episode 30 of Hometown Threads on 14 WILI, 95.3 FM, and Willimantic Today, Facebook, brought to you by Liberty Bank. Couldn't do this without Liberty Bank. Be community kind with three great local locations. West Main Street, Willimantic, down at Gateway Commons, across the street from the radio station. It's like the point. Every time I bring up Liberty Bank, I got a point. Like people, West Main Street, if you're, uh, <laughs> we're here at 720 Main Street, so I'm pointing towards West Main Street. And, of course, across the street, 679 Main Street, Willimantic, and Route 195 in Mansfield. Liberty Bank, be community kind. Here we go. Couldn't ask for a better time to bring this guy in for Hometown Threads, not only for episode 30, but it's uh, summertime, baseball season. He's wearing the shirt. <laughs> Willimantic, post-19, American Legion, Kenny V, Keith C., Ken Dallier's with us. Well, it's great to be here, Keith. Thanks for having me. Uh, great to have you in here. And, uh, yeah, this is uh, – you were just telling me uh, – let's, let's talk right off the bat here, a little American Legion. The tournament starts this Friday, right? Yep. The tournament starts this Friday. We had a 14-3 and regular season. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we're going to be home Friday night down at Rec Park. Hopefully get some people out there to support us. And we're getting the winner between uh, RCP and Enfield. So no. that's the first round, double elimination. RCP is who again? Uh, Rocky Hill, Cromwell, Portland. Okay, now you're also telling me they've kind of set up uh, the tournament. Uh, it's kind of a different format this year? Yeah, I mean, back when we played, you had to win your zone to make the tournament. That's right. Now, then they went to these little pods where they put 14 pods in it. This year, believe it or not, there's only 33 19 and under Legion baseball teams in the state of wow. Connecticut left. There was 80-something about 15 years ago. So now they're down 33 and 24 make the tournament. So uh, they divided into two 18 double elimination brackets and we're the three seed in the northern bracket. So we're excited. Yeah, we, we've had a good season. Good. Uh, you said you're at 14 and three in the zone. 14 and three in the in the zone. Waterford uh, was uh, 15 and two, so they beat us out for first place in the zone, but we were second place in zone six. Okay, it was zone six because back in the day it used to be zone nine, right? Yep, okay. it was zone nine. Uh, there was only there were only four zones this year in the state of Connecticut. Wow. So there was there were used to be eight, so they're down to four. But yeah, it was it was water in our zones. Waterford, us, Norwich, Danielson, Mooseup, and Tritown, which is about Putnam up around the Putnam area. Now, how many years have you been uh, head baseball coach for Willimantic post-19? Well, I did it from 92 to 99, and then I I was off from it for – and I've been doing it now. I took over the 17U. We had a 17, like a junior Legion team maybe six years ago, six or seven. And I've been with the senior Legion now for – I think this is the fourth – uh, fourth or fifth year back with the seniors. So, so I got to be honest. As long as I've known Ken Valier, and he's he's a big name in our community. He's played on championship teams. He's coached championship teams. I actually had to Google this guy last night just to. <laughs> I'm thinking, I, I keep track of where he's been. He's co. As I said, he's been a coach, a player. You just you just mentioned you bounced around coaching American Legion. Uh, let well, let's just start from the top, like you do with all my guests. You grew up like myself in this community. Uh, St. Mary St. Joseph School? If I'm uh, no, no, I taught at St. Mary St. Joseph right. School for 22 years. Um, 
My father went to St. Mary's, St. Joseph School, but none of us, me, my brother and sister, all went to the Wyndham Public Schools. Right. But yeah, I've been born and bred in Wyndham, Willimantic. We grew up in North Wyndham. You know, we played actually WYO, Little League Baseball, uh, yes. back in the day. We didn't play Willimantic, but uh, but my sons played Willimantic uh, Little League. And yeah, we've been here our whole lives and love this community and, you know, fight tooth and nail for anything for, for Willimantic. I'll tell you, that's, that's, that's just the way we are. I knew there was some SMSJ connection there because yep. I had moved away for a bunch of years and I think I remember my parents telling me that you were my brother's gym teacher, I think. I was. At St. Mary's. I was. Yep. Yes. yep, I was. So speaking of WYO, I'm going to bounce around here as I like, you know, we only have 25 minutes and Ken Valier we could be here all day with. But um, what um, whatever happened to WYO? I know Willamantic, I grew up with Willamantic Little League too. But did WIO just dissolve one day? or? Yeah, I mean, WIO, I don't know. It was only a few years ago. My kids played in WIO, and then the last year of their little league, my, my uh, Jack and Nick, they played in Willimantic because there was no more WIO. Um, so, yeah, it just, just kind of dissolved. It's too bad because, I mean, it was a thriving league. They had softball. Yeah. They had T-ball. They had little league. And from what I hear now, even this year, Willimantic Little League, they had one nine and ten year old team and one eleven and twelve year old team, which is, which is you know, yeah, a little it, alarming when you're such a big you know baseball town and everything else that we've been over the years. Absolutely, we definitely are, and you're right. And you know, hats off to Ryan Garvey and the crew over the Willimantic Little League. They do a great job, but it seems like you know, and I know you and I are not that far apart in age, but. Uh, you know, we are a baseball town, but it's, I don't know what it is. It's like, are we seeing less uh, kids, less interested in baseball these days? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. We talk about that all the time. I talk with our coaches and people around yeah. town about the, the limited number of kids playing video these days. games, right? Is it and video I think, games? yeah, I don't know. It's the phones and <laughs> the phone. the, and baseball. If you want to be good at it. I mean, I always say it's a, it's an individual sport where you're up at the plate, you're by yourself, you know, and if you're not good at it, you know, it shows. Um, whereas, you know, soccer and some of these other sports, hey, you can kind of blend in a little bit, running right. up and down Good the field. Point. And uh, I don't know. Kids just don't put the time in. And if you don't put the time in in baseball, you're, unfortunately, you're not going to be – you're not going to probably be that great at it. So I think there's just less kids that want to put the time in and, and get good at it. I think you said it earlier, too, and I agree with you. Phone's probably a major part of that, and it's just a generation these days. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, so you grew up in the Wyndham School System. You went uh, – when did you uh, – first? Uh, what was the first sport you played? Or uh, t- Take us a little through that. Yeah, I mean, I, we grew up in Willimantic and Wyndham and – uh, started in what they called farm league back in the day, farm team. Yeah. I remember we used to play behind, farm league, right. behind the old Kendall uh, factory over there. Now it's, uh, oh God, what is it now? Over next is uh, oh, um, United Abrasives. Yes, it's United okay, Abrasives. Yep. It used to be called Kendall. Yeah, they had a little field with some cutout bases. I remember a uh, guy by the name of Butch Rogers, Mr. Rogers. He was a hell of a guy. He was our my first ever coach, and uh, yeah, we did that. The coaches pitched him in, and then went to little league, and and right on up through, through Wyndham High School, and then over to Eastern. Mr. So. Rogers went on to have a great TV show. Yeah, well. he did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so now you, you Wyndham High School, obviously. Yeah, you were a standout there because we'll get to your days with Halawati and ECSU. Of course, the 1990 uh, national championship team, Division Three, and and I got plenty of questions about that, and I'm sure you got stories. So take us through your Wyndham High years. 
Uh, freshman year, you got right into it. Was it baseball? But was it just baseball? Did you do basketball as well? Did you do basketball? Yeah, I did basketball and baseball. Uh, my freshman year in in baseball back then, I'll tell you, it was it was hard to be on the varsity team. I mean, uh, I think I got one at bat in the state tournament against Platt at at Wyndham my freshman year. I played on the JV team wow. most of the year. Starting my sophomore year, I played right field, uh, steady right field. Uh, we ended up going to the state uh, state quarterfinals. Um, and then my so- my junior and senior year, we had uh, Paul Paul Noheimer took over. My first two years, Vic Allers was the coach. I remember Coach Noheimer. Uh, yeah. Vic is was a heck of a guy. We still, when I see him, I love seeing him around the community. Um, and Paul Noheimer, too. What a hell of a competitor. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so it was, we were fortunate to have him take over our team. And he was coaching the Legion team as well. That's so right. He did a, he did a yeah. heck of a job with us. Now, name some of the kids throughout those Wyndham years, uh, those 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 uh, solid teams you had there. Name some of the the kids you played with. Yeah, I mean, like I said, my my junior year, we went to the state semi uh, to the state uh, quarterfinals or semifinals down at Dodd Stadium. We got beat. Um, and we, we had some great teams. We had a uh, guy by the name Mickey Omo was oh, our yeah, center fielder and a pitcher, was a hell of a player. The Elliott brothers, Mark and Mike Elliott. Uh, God, it goes on and on. Billy Hall was our catcher. We had a kid by the name of Jose Morales, was a hell of a catcher for us even in the summertime. Um so yeah, we, we had some we had some great players with the with the high school team and you know, it was and then the Legion team was mostly all Wyndham High School kids. That's right. You went on to Legion as it well. It really was. And this year, my son Jack is the only Wyndham person on the Willimantic Legion team. How about that? Yep. So how, how times change. You got that right. So uh, uh, name some of the surrounding towns that you, uh, you coach. Uh... Yeah. So we get them from Mansfield, E.O. Smith kids. Uh, Coventry is a big, big one for us now. And they've had some great teams over the last few years. Coach Ryan Guyberson over there does a heck of a job with them. They went to the state finals again this year. So we got some kids from that team, which is great. Um, because if we didn't get those guys, we, we would the team would most likely dissolve. What year, uh, how far back did they start bringing these surround, these kids from surrounding towns? Well, like? even back when we played, we could always get oh, the Mansfield right. yeah. kids. And we had a couple of Coventry kids, um, but the majority were Wyndham kids. You know, we were mostly Wyndham. And we'd pick up, a, I remember we picked up a Brian Spesiowski, who had a hell of a career, mm-hmm. played for UConn and in, in Team USA Juniors. That's and right. He had a heck of a career, so he was a Mansfield kid. We had a, uh, you know, a couple of Coventry kids, a kid by the name of Rhett Gibbs, was a pitcher for us and a catcher. So we had some good kids back then too but lately we've been really relying on them to to make the team were you a coach of post uh, for post 19 and now i know you you're coming off the ecsu national championship 1990 but from what i remember i used to hang out with some of these legion guys back in the year i graduated high school which is 90 so the pekarovics the buskies the bennett's were you a coach of that team i just missed the pekarovics and buskies and bennett's i picked it back up again in 92 okay so okay. 92 cuz i the reason why i hung out with those guys they were my age and i was doing the pa uh, i was doing the public address announcing for that team yeah and they had some good teams a good friend of mine jim mello oh, yep. uh, was on that team good pitcher there uh what's he roy Ricks. he comments uh, jimmy Mon- mello a lot on our facebook page that we have for Willowmanic legion yeah jimmy Me- yep. um, and uh, who's now uh, jim's living in ohio these days and we still uh, communicate uh, frequently Mike Pahouty, who I still talk to, yep. lives in Virginia Beach. But anyway, yeah, a lot of these, uh, that, that was around the time period I hung out with. A couple summers, uh, I think it was like 90, 91. But you came back to coach them in 92. Yeah, we had, in 92 was like, I remember, our, we, we had some good teams. A kid by the name of Alan Bundy was from E.O. Smith. He ended up pitching for UConn. Wow. Um, 
You know, then we had the local guys, the Dunnick, Jeremiah Dunnick, sure. Isaac Oaks, George Aponte, Billy oh. Mills, uh, the the Bush brothers, Jesse and Ethan, the twins. A lot of so you're right. These Willamantic yep, kids, they were all local guys. Huge baseball town. Yep. So we had uh, a kid who was a two time Zone MVP from Wyndham Tech. Believe it or not, Timmy Hoyt, his name was. He was yeah, a chaplain I kid. Him. He was a hell of a player. So we had some good teams. As much as I hung out with some of these kids too, and it was so as you say, as we've been mentioning, they're so competitive throughout the years and become friends with some of these guys the only way i could keep up with some of these guys is in the backyard playing wiffle ball <laughs> yeah because there's no way i mean like i'd watch these guys play and i grew up playing baseball myself and you know uh you know, i just probably wasn't gifted with the skills to go out and like some of my you know, you know and i think the biggest difference is maybe would say hey what's the difference between coaching the kids now than it was yeah, coaching yeah. maybe in the early 90s the passion and not that our kids aren't passionate today but the back then we played legion baseball and then, oh, by the way, I have a job, too. Oh, by the way, That's I right. have a girlfriend. Oh, by the way, uh, my family had a picnic last weekend. Now, sometimes it's, you know, oh, uh, i got to go to the picnic tomorrow. Uh, and, oh, by the way, I play Legion baseball. So it kind of, uh, that's changed a little bit. And that, the priorities. That eats at me a little just because I know how it always how it always know. was. Legion baseball was so, would come first. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> really. And, yeah, it did. And with Coach Riz, if you didn't have Coach uh, Legion baseball come first, guess what? You wouldn't be on the team. Now that let's get into the, God rest his soul, John Risley and uh, Bill Holowaty is still hanging in there. Let's get into the ECSU days now because I'm sure you got stories there. Uh, 1990, that national championship team, let me see, you were a junior? I was a junior. Okay, yep. a junior. Yep. Do you want to go back further? Tell us about your freshman, sophomore year, or do you want to get right into that 1990 national championship year? Because ah, well, you were a big part of that team as well. Each four, each year of my four, each year of my four years at Eastern, we got to the regional championship game. Unfortunately, my freshman and sophomore years, I played right field. If we would have won the regionals, the World Series was in Bristol at Muzzy Field, and we never made it. Wow. The year after it left Bristol and went to Battle Creek, Michigan, we won the regional and we went to Michigan. That's when we won the World Series. But after my sophomore year, I was played right field the first two years, and uh, Halawati came to me, and we had lost our first baseman, Jeff Johnson, who was a good player, and we didn't have a first baseman. He says, hey, you know, what do you think about playing first base? I said, yeah, hey, I'd love to, to give it a shot. And it just took off from there. I, you know, worked my tail off to improve, and, you know, I, I got good at it. And uh, my senior year, I got the Gold, gold Glove Award at, at Eastern at, for the first base. So that was exciting. Ken Valliers with us, uh, head baseball coach for Post-19 Willimantic American Legion, here for Hometown Threads, episode 30, brought to you by Liberty Bank, B Community Kind on 14 WILI and 95.3 FM. I want to back up with Halawati, and, and we'll go back to Eastern in just a second, but I meant to ask this earlier. In your high school years, and Halawati being from the area, obviously coaching in Eastern and just you know living around here, I think he lived in Columbia. I don't know if he's still living around yeah, here. Yeah, I think he now. does. Okay. Yep. He must have been... I mean, going to a lot of winding games. So he was scouting you left and right, right? Yeah, he. You know, I I went up to with Coach Baylock up at UConn, who was recruiting me at the time. He wanted me to be a pitcher, and uh, really, I don't know. I just didn't know if I was could be a Division One pitcher. To be honest so with you, Coach Baylock was uh, or it's Bla- ba- Baylock. Yeah, Baylock. I'm thinking yep. of the Andy former Baylock. basketball player Mookie Baylock. Uh, yeah, Coach Baylock, who I see at St. Joseph's Church frequently. Yeah, another great man. He was man. scouting you too. Yeah, so I went up there, visited the school, and he thought I could be a pitcher for him. And I don't know. I just 
I didn't I didn't want to know if I wanted to just be a pitcher and I didn't know if I could pitch at that level wow. to be honest with you um, so and then watching Eastern over all the years um, battling New Haven with Porky Vieira back That's in the day right. he, uh, so I was interested in New Haven a little bit so I had gone down there and visited New Haven um, so you at Eastern you so Halawati kind of joined the party a little bit down the stretch so Halawati was late and yeah, you, had, you had New Haven and UConn knocking on your door and Halawati hadn't even entered yet yep and wow. then you know I didn't want to really go far from home and I knew Eastern had the great program yeah. and everything else and there was a lot of Wyndham players who preceded me at at Eastern over the previous, what, seven or eight years. So, yeah, so I made the decision to go there, and I'm glad I did. It was a a great four years. What was it like playing for uh, Bill Holowaty? And I know I've met Coach Holowaty. I haven't seen him in years, but uh, he kind of – you're a great coach. He's kind of probably – you've probably learned a lot from him. I mean, what was it like playing for him? Yeah, I mean, my my – experiences with coaches like i said paul noheimer was a hell of a competitor back in high school days john risley off the charts i mean uh i love riz so much i miss him every day uh spent a lot of time with him down the stretch of his life there before he passed and uh but he was just you know taught us the right way and taught us a lot more than how to throw a ball and how to bunt a ball and how to hit a ball and everything else um and it continued so that those guys prepared me you know how he was a tough son of a gun you know he he didn't put up with any any crap he wanted you to toe the line he wanted you to work hard wow. he, he yeah, had high expectations and but having riz and having noheimer kind of prepared me for that so me and like a brian mercado who played with me up at eastern who had jimmy o'neill down at and gil vargas down in new london the Holloway didn't, so that stuff didn't really phase us that much because we had kind of gone through it with those guys. So, you know, it was kind of just like another another coach for us. But now, yeah, it was a heck of a competitor. Not that you never had a connection with Coach Holloway, I'm sure you have, but it sounds like you know Riz and Noheimer were more of the. Uh, did they kind of they kind of have to calm down Holloway at times? Because I know, as you said, I've heard the same thing. He can be a little you know in your face, but he demands the best out of his players, which is understandable. Yep. But um, after your years at Eastern, you know, when you all the you know successful years you had there at ECSU did you stay in touch with with Coach Holloway? Yeah I still actually I work up at Wyndham Hospital um, now and his wife volunteers every Friday at the hospital so I see her sometimes he comes I have lunch with her so I'll uh, I see him here and there yes so I do I do I don't keep in touch with him often but I do bump into him and see him see him here and there so yeah so we still do have a relationship when I see him. What was it like? Let's uh, go back to that 1990 national championship year. And how, I'm sorry, how far did you go again in '91? '91 again, we lost in the regional finals the regional to Southern Maine. So '90 yep. was the national championship yep. year. A loaded team. That must have been great. Uh, you know, tell us a little about uh, that. It was something. It really was. I think we went that year. We went to Florida. And they have what they call a snow snowbird tournament because all the teams from the north come down right. and play in a little tournament. And we beat Florida Atlantic. We beat some good teams down there and won that little snowbird tournament. So we had some high expectations that year. After the year before, losing again in the regional finals, didn't make the World Series. So, yeah. And then when we got back from Florida, we lost three out of four, one up in St. Joseph's, Maine, and two to Southern Maine right when we got back. And then after those three losses, we didn't lose another game the whole entire year. We ended up 40-6 and six was our final record. Kind of like what they did last year yeah. because uh, I think they, they had a couple of losses early on. And then um, uh, I, can't, I just drew a blank, the guy who went to Yale, uh, Coach Ham, right? Yes, yep, right uh, they, they finished 
almost well. You guys sound like you guys had a better record, but he was like what thirty five and nine or whatever. I it forget was. what they. But he went on to us. Yale, and I don't think he did that well. Right? I don't think he did that well. Yale, I don't know but, what they did this year. But um, anyway, so yeah, so but yeah, that was incredible. I mean, it was out in Michigan, yeah. Battle Creek, Michigan. Not huge crowds like you see in Omaha or anything like that, but exciting. <laughs> all our parents, all sure, the families yeah. went, and oh, it was it was exciting. It was so exciting. Home of uh, Kellogg cereal, I think. Yeah, right? it is. You're right. That's the big. That was the big sponsor. That was so, we stayed at the Stouffer's Hotel, and Kellogg's company was the big sponsor. <laughs> That's right. I remember Wayne. Yep, I remember being it. a senior in high school, getting ready to graduate. And of course, WILI carry the games, and yep. I remember listening to Wayne. I was I'm studying for finals and rooting on ECSU, and yeah, it was exciting uh, times. Oh, I know. <laughs> but you know, Ken and I could talk about baseball. Ball, you know, Red Sox, Eastern, Wyndham, uh, American Legion. But there is life outside of baseball, <laughs> and unfortunately. <laughs> and you've been working at Wyndham Hospital for, what, six years, you said? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I was a teacher at St. Mary's St. Joseph's School before it closed there for 22 years. And, uh, yeah, and then I was over at Natchaug Hospital, and then I switched over to Wyndham. I'm public safety officer over there at Wyndham Hospital for about the past, what, five or six years now. Excellent, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I enjoy it. I saw you a couple times when I came in to get my shot. And <laughs> put me to the front of the line. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, yeah, Ken does a great job up there, and, of course, excellent job uh, coaching the American Legion. I'm going to try and get down there Friday night. Uh, again, Rec Park, they uh, kick off the uh, state tournament. And uh, tell us about the family now. Uh, what uh, Jack and Jack's your son, and, and Riley's your daughter. Yep, and my your wife, wife is Julie. Julie. My wife Julie. Yep, and uh, Riley's our our oldest. She's in her third year of college. Actually, she's was at University of Hartford. She's transferred to Eastern, so she's going to be going to Eastern this fall. Um, but she was off the charts at Hartford, President's List, and this and that. Sports. So, she do sports. Uh, the, the funny thing is, she was a soccer player at Wyndham. Had a great career at Wyndham in soccer. Got to Hartford, they switched from Division One to Division Three athletics. So her roommate was a lacrosse player. Okay. So she was kicking around with the lacrosse. Just, she wasn't planning on playing any sports at Hartford. Um, and the coach, when they switched, they lost some players because some of the Division One players went to other schools because no more Division One. So the, long story short, the coach asked her if she wanted to join the lacrosse team. She ended up on the lacrosse team wow. playing, and she that. actually played some games. Yeah, she actually got in there. Oh, and, that's great. And she did fine, so it was kind of a funny story. And then Jack and Nick. Jack just graduated from Wyndham and is on our Legion team. He's our catcher. Um, so hopefully, you know, he can do some some big things. He's had a great career in baseball since he was in Little League and everything else. He's, you know, he's been, I call him a throwback because he's the kid who is, you know, at midnight when I'm going to bed, I was like, here is balls hitting off the tee in the other side oh, of the basement. Wake up in the morning, getting ready for work at five in the morning. I hear him hitting down in the basement, you know. So he he was a self-made player. He it wasn't that I, you know, if he, he yeah, Dad, can you come throw me some balls? And you know, I always would, but I, it wasn't me pushing him. He was the one who was pushing himself. So he he made himself into a heck of a player. Now you got some news about Jack? Do you mind sharing it? Oh uh, yeah, Jack was gonna. He was all. He was gonna go to Rhode Island College. They recruited him. Uh, to play baseball, and he made a decision on his own that he wanted to um, join the local 35 union of electricians, it's called. So he applied to the program, got accepted, had an interview, got accepted, um, you know, passed the exam with flying colors. So he's going to be starting out on the job as an electrician, like an apprentice. And then they'll put him through school, and within the four years, he'll he'll have his uh, electrician's uh, wow. license. So, yeah, he, he's always been... 
a hard worker and everything else. So it didn't surprise me, but I think, you know, always a part of me wants to see him play another game. Um, so it's so, safe to say he kind of threw a curveball at that? A little bit, a little bit. But, <laughs> hey, we support him in anything he That's does, great. my wife and I. So we're, we're proud of all our kids. Yeah. My son, Nick, you know, always was a little in Jack's shadow on the baseball field and has found his niche with the wrestling team with Pat Risley up there. He was in oh, their great. lineup as a wrestler this past year. Uh, he'll be a junior next year. And uh, also he's on the golf team. And he's, he's I'll tell you, I've taken him he's to the, the driving range too. a few times. And the way he's been hitting the ball has been, I was like, very pleasantly surprised at <laughs> really? how he hits the ball. Right. Yeah, heck of a lot no, better. Wait, how old I is Jack? Is, is Nick your youngest? Yep, Nick's okay. my youngest. He's going to be 16 in August. So he's, he'll be a junior next year at Wyndham. Wow. So, yeah, so he's found his niche, too, with the golfing and the wrestling. So, That's yeah, great. so all of them are, you know, I can't be more proud of them as, as good kids. You know, sometimes you always say as a parent, you know, God, my kid, you know, I'm, I'm mad at my kid because he did this at ourselves. But when other people tell you you got great kids, then it means a lot because that means they're respectful and everything out in the community. And everybody says we got great kids. So well, it says a lot about I'm you. Proud of that. A lot about you and your wife, too. Yeah, we're so. very proud of them. Yeah. So as we do, let's get ready to wrap things up with our guests here. I always give uh, my guests here on Hometown Threads uh, any uh, the opportunity to throw out any closing words, any closing thoughts. Ah, well, like I said earlier, I'm always excited to come in here, whether it was with you a couple times or Wayno. Have you been on Wayno's show? I've been on Wayno's. Ah, I've got a couple times with the that's good I'm after just... the state championships in basketball. Right. He had us on, and we marched with him in the parade that year. Right, that's in the front right. You with told the basketball us. Team. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. 2011, right? Yeah, yep. the Wyndham. He that's right. He yep. coached the we Wyndham Girls champ, state box. championship team. He Wayno, and he was right at the front of the parade with Wayno and the yep. girls that's great yeah that was exciting and uh so anytime I get to come in here it's a it's a great you know fun experience and it's a great promotion of whatever we're we're talking about and I really thank you and appreciate you guys having me me in here to to you know to talk about every everything we talked about and like you said we could sit here for days but keep talking we haven't even got to the Red Sox we'll get to that'll be uh when the mics and the cameras are off we'll talk a little about the Red Sox uh, but uh pleasure to have you in here and one more time uh plug American Legion for Friday night. Yeah, so Friday night is the first round of the state tournament. Uh, double elimination uh, will be at Rec Park. Uh, right now, it's a 5.30 start. However, after Wednesday, RCP is playing Enfield. We get the winner of that game. I'm going to reach out to those coaches to see if they might like to play at 7, eight, seven o'clock. It has to be mutually agreed upon. So right now, it's on the schedule at 5.30 at Rec. Um, you know, if it changes, it'll be out there. We'll put it on Facebook and everything, try to promote the time. But as of right now, yeah, 5 30 down at rec first round hopefully we can make it happen i know you email wayno too with the score so yeah get in touch with him as far as that you can text me i'll yep. get it on you know, i-98 and uh, of course we'll uh you know dad just the other day says uh, find out when legion's playing What's awesome so yeah. friday night more of the merrier down Good. here it's awesome Good. thanks keith ken valier in here for episode 30 hometown threads on 14 wili 95.3 fm and willimantic today facebook brought to you by liberty bank be community kind thank you for listening thank you for watching again thanks to ken valier and in the words of the great Roddy McCumber, bye for now, folks. Bye for now.